We're back once again. You didn't think we would do it, but here we are doing the stuff all over again after, uh, don't call it a comeback. It's I don't gonna know. It's going to be another one of these. Yeah. No, I'm um, excited about this one. This one's going to be the good one. Yeah. They're all um, good ones. This one's going to be extra good. Ooh, yeah. Um, so, hi, you made it. We're going to talk about Super Sentai. Which Super Sentai, you may ask? Choriki Sentai O-Ranger, because that's one that we're going to talk about. I'm really hyper all of a sudden. I don't know why. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Uh, yeah, it's what? Season 19 of Super Sentai came out in 95. The year is 1999. Nope. In, nope. Well, nope. in the show. Is it? It says 19. Yeah, this was 95, 96. And for some reason, you could still set your far future thing where things where technology was a little yeah. advanced and everything was going to happen. You could still set it in 1999. Like nobody really believed it was Wait. actually going to be that year. They set Wait. their show four years in the future. Wait. Okay. So wait, doesn't Ultraman Gaia, aren't they 99? Or they were made in 99. Sorry. They okay. were made in 99. Yeah. But I was just like, what? Yeah. Because there are some parallels too. So I was like, that could be an interesting conversation, but I don't want to have it. Okay. Because it's Ultraman. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about it, but Toku TV, which used to show stuff on like cable and satellite providers mm -hmm. and stuff they had like sort of a linear and on-demand channel they're going to a streaming format now but oh. their programming is like it's they've got some movies but it's almost all ultraman as far as the series go i think okay like see yeah they've got i don't hate that they've got a bunch of japanese movies live action movies and stuff but um yeah you can they have a lot of Ultraman series that you can't find elsewhere in a, cool. you know, legal and available format. So Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to check that kind out. Kind of a neat thing. I've been meaning to download the Shout Factory app just to see how that is. Yeah, they show some good uh, marathons and stuff. Yeah. Although I it's usually it, Super I... Sentai that we already... That's okay. Or like, That's know. okay. You just pop it on in the background. Sometimes they show some episodes of Spider-Man in there, though, too. So, Oh, okay. With his sure. giant robot. You know. Yeah. I'm a, sure. Anyway. Sign me up. Choriki Sentai O-Ranger. Yeah. That's why we're here. I'm sorry about yes. the digression. That was me. Eh. It's all context, right? Maybe. Okay, so these guys, <laughs> these guys are based on ancient civilization technology. Yes, in like, Mesopotamia, you know, in the Pangaea continent pre-split up. Right. It's very important. Right, so they got like five different ones that I think we'll talk about more later because they kind of tie into their um, little robot pals and stuff that they get into. Some of these robot pals have very little articulation. I don't know if you've really seen them. I haven't. I have no much. idea what they look like, but, so I'm um, excited. But yeah, you see a lot of imagery in the show of like a lot of pyramids and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, I think they're supposed to be like Atlantis is what we're supposed to be thinking of, Lemuria, 
Mm. Um, you know, pre- predecessors of Egypt, whatever, you know, the yeah. high tech version of that is, you know, stuff like this. Yeah. I think is where, oh, um, I think there's like some weird Easter Island imagery. So yeah, that's a, a thing. Like yeah. a pol, like some pol, it's like Easter Island, but like with just a different Polynesian lean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just evocative of generic AF. And that gets assigned, I think, like, each of our character archetypes sort of gets one of those as their yeah. spirit, whatever. But, um, but yeah. I think it's, I, I like the, the idea of this show being that they are, what is it, the United Air Force Special Forces? Yeah. Yeah, they're like... Is that United... But it's, like, this very, like, militarized path. Like, they have mm-hmm. this, um, like, military base that's very, like, golden eye. Like, they open up the, the hatch to go outside, and it's just snowy mountains. Um, but they have this, like, military, like... Or I wrote down, like, their their NASA home. Because it's just, okay. like, yeah. knobs, dials, televisions. And it's kind of like, uh... What's, uh... Like, low-key sci-fi? Like, it's not... Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, they have, like, this place, but then they have this, like, uh, ancient civilization, like, uh, energy and uh, mythos that they're operating Mm -hmm. in as well. And I kind of like that dichotomy that they're pulling from. Yeah. There are definitely, like, I think, parallels to be drawn to Mm -hmm. Ultraman Gaia with all the militaristic stuff. And and we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll see how all that shakes out. But... But, you know, unlike Ultraman Gaia, there's five of them, and they're going to yes. go on adventures and oh my like, God. go shopping and, they... and hit up the amusement park and brush their teeth and all the stuff that Super Sentai shows do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess we've talked about our rangers a little bit. Our, yeah. our villain yeah. here is Emperor Bacchus Wrath of the Baranoia Empire. Um, so they're like a robot people. Yeah, um, machine empire. Do you remember what their minions are called? I don't remember what the minions are called just yet. There's something machines. I think I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah. But um, uh, Emperor Bacchus Wrath and his uh, wife, Empress Hysteria. Empress Hysteria. Their, their um, son. Yeah, I don't know his name. Prince Bull Don't. Ugh. Which sounds like it should be some sort of like pun or something, yeah. but it's not that. Well, I guess maybe it is in Japanese. How would I know? It could, but yeah. But um, yeah, his name's Principal Don't. They've got uh, their butler, their butler Kocha, and yeah, his and little his hype man uh, Acha. And yeah. I really like those two because. Acha really is just a hype man. Like he kind of just repeats the last word of Kocha's sentences, yeah. Or says like, or he'll be like soda or what you know, like that's right and stuff like yeah. that at the end of his sentences. So, um, and I, I mean, in these few episodes that we're going to talk about today, Bacchus is and well, all the Baronite, they're kind of super fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're weirdos, man. But um, in comparison to, like, Daima-O, who we just had, they definitely have a more um, Bondura-type lean where they're kind of, they're on, the, it's a moon base, right? And they're looking down at yeah. Earth, and they they 
they have that space that they occupy that's kind of like Bondura's like balcony that she would mm-hmm. you know watch Earth throw her staff. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, it's the royal will, like Yeah, so they operate there, and I I like that dynamic of like. I'm going to be over here, but you do stuff, but I'm going to intervene whenever I can because you're not doing your job. Right, um, yeah. But it also, like, creates an energy because these are these, like, giant costumed people moving around and, mm-hmm. like, animating. And since it's in close quarters, there's just, like, a a dynamic quality. I think that Daimo was missing just because it was the one suit and he was usually in isolation for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, these, these feel, like, little theatrical... vignettes when they come in on them it feels Mm -hmm. it feels like a scene on a stage almost i can't wait till he has his own song oh yeah because you know it's gonna happen oh yeah for sure matter of time well an empress hysteria i think is gonna have several oh my god do you think they bring back lipstick songstress Uh, i'm gonna say no but i'm gonna be open to being very excited if they do that's fair uh, well, oh, hello. Let's just go down. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just go. Yep. Who? We have construction going on outside. Okay. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, apparently they're vacuuming in the hallways. That's Ele- what's happening. Elegant brave sentai. Um, <laughs> let's just run down the O Rangers real quick. Yeah, let's do Just that. to kind of refresh ourselves and our listeners, if they didn't listen, we did kind of a little bit of a first impressions thing mm-hmm. on our Kaku Ranger wrap up episode. But um, yeah, so we got a red one, as as yeah. per usual. His name's Goro Hoshino. Mm-hmm. He's a master of karate. Uh, yes, he he has a black belt from the from the ending. Oh. montage when he's when doing he's his, fighting in the field when when he's doing his karate is he on a field or i thought oh, no, he was that's on a shohei waterfall. shohei's boxing in a field yeah that's my bad and his weapon is like a saber kind yes. of it's like a sword but it's got the hilt that goes around the hand it's a straight sword looks like yes. a saber to me might be an asian version of that that i don't know the name of that i don't know all right who's, um, who's next we have o green which is shohei what is it oh god yokai Yes, thank yeah. God. I could not decipher my scribbles. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uses the square crushers, which looks kind of like axes. Square crushers is what those are called? Yep. Okay, I just wrote axes. Yep, square crusher. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he they're... has, like, dual little, like, hand axes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. Sorry, guys. They sort of do look like cleavers, almost. Yeah. And he's the he's the boxer. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. He, uh, I think, when they show him in the montage, his hands are all taped up. Yeah, like that. Um, blue guy, Yuji got... Mita. Yeah, he's a tumbler, and he's got some sort of triangle knives. Yeah, uh, they're what knives, is it? but they're not really shaped very well like knives. But I think he calls it the Delta Tantas. Okay. Like okay. Delta Tonta. Yeah. I don't. Okay. That's well, a Delta is a triangle. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a good name. That works. So these are kind of so uh, these are pretty typical to the Super Sentai form. Like the red guy yes. is serious, and he's the sort of badass, like 
all around. Like, he's going to be the leader, obviously. Yeah. The green one is a little older. Yep. A little a little rougher. And the mm-hmm. blue is a goofball. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like uh, Shohei, who is our O-Green Ranger, I feel like um, in the five episodes that we see, we don't see a lot of, like, halfway through these episodes, I was like, I don't see anything from Yuji happening. Like, he's not saying anything. Uh-huh. I forgot that he existed except for when he's in the suit. Um, but I show A and UG are already starting to build like a little, yeah, uh, brotherly relationship where they're like picking at each other in a certain way. It's yeah. not quite a rivalry, but, um, yeah, it's fun. Just like poking fun at each other. Yeah. It's a little fun so far. Uh, two, two of the lady Rangers in this one. So nice getting, getting in the right direction there. The yellow, yeah. oh, yellow is Judy or can we just call her Julie? Yeah, we can call her Julie. Because I think it's supposed to be Julie. Julie Nijo, she's a kickboxer, and she uses nunchucks as their Yeah, they're um, her uh, twin baton is what she calls hers. Okay. They definitely have a string in between two pieces of sticks. Mm Mm-hmm. Twin batons. Okay. All right. And... Yep, and we have O Pink. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know her last name, I just have Momo. Momo Maruo. Maruo. All right. And she uses the Circle Defender, which is a little Steven Universe-like circle shield. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little Or like targ. a buckler. Yeah, buckler kind of thing. And mm-hmm. she does sort of like a Kung Fu-ish Tai Chi Yeah, style. she has some Wushu jazz going on Okay, there is sure. that what that is? I figured you would probably know more precisely what her style yeah. is but it seemed it it's got kind of that whole tai chi circular kind of feel yeah. to it in a lot of ways so mm-hmm. yeah a lot of arms flailing yeah and she's tiny she's she looks like she's probably about three feet tall yeah yeah also um when the rangers do the, like we always have the rangers line up they mm-hmm. kind of if they do the introduction or whatever they say and they then they pose I uh-huh. really love this because they stand straight up. They have their left hand like uh, flat, like it, they were resting it on a table, but it's like right below their hips. And then they're like reaching their arm out in a salute, but like up at an angle with their palm up, like they're giving bird food, bird seed. Oh yeah, okay. Or something. Yeah. But then they yell "Olay." Yes, they do yell so "Olay." And. I think I didn't notice the Olay until like episode four or five. And then I was like, oh my God, where have I been? It's all over the songs. Yep. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yep. Oh, oh opening song, no dash, dash, O Ranger. Pretty good opening song. Gets you a little pumped up. It's fun. Yeah. 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 It's not as driving as like the Kaku Ranger one. Right. Because that one had a little bit more like 80s arcade funk, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this one's still pretty good. But, yeah. All right. So Still driving. So let's talk about the first five episodes. First one, Invasion 1999. Mm-hmm. Bad guys, Mr. Driller in this one. This is, um, this is the intro to our team. Mm-hmm. First ranger we see is Goro. And then the other four don't know that they're O-Rangers yet. The other four are Top Gun fighter pilots in, like, some weird two-seater airplanes. Yeah. Like an X-Wing. You got your front pilot, your back pilot. 
Wait, X-Wing has two pilots? Yeah. What? Well, maybe not X-Wings, Y-Wings. I don't know. Who there was, was always like people getting shot at. Who was flying around with Luke Skywalker then? Maybe it's not an X-Wing, but I do okay. know some of them get shot in the back. They have a droid. And then there's... Back there. The what, are, what are the little... Snow, the snow speeders have yeah. to, for sure. Okay, yeah, because I have the toys and I always had a, the person I didn't like in the back because you can't uh-huh. see them. That's right. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's the Y-Wings. I feel like there's some of those toys that I had that you opened them up and there were two seaters and one just face behind. I don't know. So we see... We see the... What's it called? United Air something? You, you, yeah, it's U-A-O-H on their arms, but it's uh-huh. United Air... United Air Force Special Forces, I believe, is their... Right. Their thing. I don't know how their acronym happens, but... Right, so we get introduced to that whole setup, and, like, Goro, is it me, was it Goro who had, like, the MacArthur look Yeah, to him? and I was just, and I thought he was going to be, like, the colonel character mm-hmm. that's like, these are my O-Rangers, mm-hmm. like, let me lead them, and he ends up being the Red Ranger, but yeah, he definitely has a, a militaristic outfit on, and... It's weird, because they did that in, they did that in... Ultraman Gaia, too, with the one character. But yeah. he was kind of a jerk in mm-hmm. Gaia, remember? He was really, like, bloodthirsty right at yeah. the beginning. Like, he was all about revenge and stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought it was weird in this episode, because they have a real, like, a pretty intense invasion by the Machine yeah. Empire. Starts off, like, a lot of shit's blowing up real hard. Yeah, There's a lot of and fire. I... And the whole thing, to me, was, like, really evocative or it would have been to like world war ii destruction right because that's definitely what you would think of and then immediately the good guy is dressed like the occupier Mm -hmm. which i thought was kind of interesting but you know that's yeah sort of probably where they were by the 90s so and they were when this when the first episode opens up they're like oh they're attacking japan now where Mm -hmm. there's been other attacks around the world yes and so there's like there's like a, I guess it's a sign of good writing or staging of these scenes, but there is like an undercurrent of panic, but then everyone's very calm being like, okay, these are our moves. Mm-hmm. And then of the people who are talking like on the forefront of the scene, but in the back you see people moving because there's shits blowing up. Right. And I thought that was a really nice attention to detail because you're just getting thrown into this as the viewer. But like it, for these characters, these events are already very much established. Um. But yeah, so we have, um, what is it? We meet Goro, he's talking, he's like, cool, he's like, everything's under, like, uh, he's like, I have our other four pilots incoming, they're on their way here to Uh rendezvous with us, cool, 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 everything's fine, and then we have this, uh, what, Mecha Beast Barra Driller, I think is his name? Yeah. Out in the town just being a flippin' nuisance, um, causing a bunch of explosions, and then I believe... Bara is it Bara just like a Bara tiny fleet intercept our fighters shoot them down so half the episode is just our four unknowing rangers are trying to escape these like uh mechs that are chasing them in the sky and on land 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it shows um, it shows that the four of them like are good at working together and covering each mm-hmm. other's weaknesses. Like Momo, it turns out, is afraid of snakes or something like that, or yeah. or whatever it is. And the you know the others like take care of that, but also she's really clever at figuring some stuff out. So like mm-hmm. you know they're this uh, they're established right away as a, like a good team. Like yeah, and you get the sass from Momo and Julie uh-huh. kind of. Not bickering, but just kind of like, this is what we need to do. No, like, this is what we're doing. And just kind of being like, meow, meow, meow. Um, yep. But it's like very tiny moments where it doesn't drag on and who, what, when, where. Um, and then they're, they, so they're like in the woods. They're in some water. Then I think they're kind of in like a sandy dune-ish area. And I believe that's where Goro rendezvous with them. And he's just like, hey guys, what's up? Cool. I'm gonna become... Oh, red now and our four pilots are basically watching him henchin uh-huh. and then fight this drilling thing with just his saber yeah yeah and that's really really cool it is um, it's cool it, this first episode's real heavy on some good stunts too mm-hmm. like they they do a lot here they send some stuntmen down some dangerous looking river rapids yeah like <laughs> i didn't like the look of that at all no like I don't know how you how you prep for that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. Or you like can. what your your emergency response is. Yeah, you just wear a helmet with a wig on it. Yeah. And hope, hope you don't the best. die. Yeah, you just have people ready to dredge you out and revive you. I guess. Yeah, because at least their tops looked like they were still wearing their like pilot jacket. But I was like, I don't want loose fabric yeah. getting stuck on a yeah. This is what yep. we think about when we watch these stunts. We're like, these aren't, that's not safe. No, no, it doesn't look safe at all. But Mm-mm. anyway, yeah, this this episode, apart from the, the one-on-one fight that you talk about, it's heavy on like big picture military stuff. It's not yet mm-hmm. the, the formula of here's our dumb scheme for the week. Like this is a yeah. full on like invasion. And if the show had been allowed to continue down that path like it would probably be really really pretty grim because it looks Mm, definitely it it looks rough starting off uh we should probably for anybody who didn't listen to our last episode remind people that this was the year in japan of the sarin gas attacks and so the tone of this show was changed significantly after that happened like, yeah, and there was wasn't there also earthquakes too? Like there yeah, was multiple I think, events. I think the Kanto quake took place mm-hmm. around this time too. So yeah, they definitely toned back the scenes of mass destruction and hysteria because it yeah. was a little little close to home. So I totally forgot about that. It'll be interesting too to see because like these first five episodes, like mm-hmm. there is some heavy. Like it's still like the the Super Sentai formula, but I feel like there's a a heavier quality to some of these. Like I agree. We'll we'll, we'll talk about a cop who holds a gun to his head. Like Jesus. yeah. Um. Where like I feel like in other seasons that wouldn't even. Usually it's like someone shoots the gun and then somehow it falls out of their hand and they didn't even shoot anyone. And yeah. Off we go again. Yeah. Um. So and, yeah, it'll and... be interesting to see how pace and tone changes over time with this season. There was a good, uh, there was a good vine swing stunt. Oh yes, there I was. I liked that a lot. I was like, 
suck at Star Wars. Like, we yeah. gotcha. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, 20 years later. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, motorcycles falling out of planes. Mm-hmm. That was good. I think that's yeah. how Goro got down, right? I think so. I yeah. just remember him being there and he's like, look at my sword. But yeah, it was it was pretty much toward the end. It was all the Goro show. Like, yeah. during this, he ends the fight with a vertical head stab, like, jumps up in the air and stabs straight down yeah. into Mr. Driller's head. I just like, when he shows up, he, like, has a sword and then he has his, uh, what is it, the King Blaster? I don't know. He just right. kind of goes through his arsenal of toys real quick and then stabs the guy in the yeah, head. Yeah, that's right. But Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on, because, uh, like I say, that first episode was a lot of introduction stuff. Mm-hmm. So, in the in the spirit of kind of keeping this flowing a little bit, I'm just going to read the synopsis of episode two off of a popular website here. It's like cool. one sentence long. The four new O-Ranger learn from Goro and Commander Miura, who I haven't talked about yet, about the power they are now entrusted with as Baranoia sends down a giant to continue their rampage of Tokyo. That's not the grammar I would have used exactly. But anyway, let's let's talk about Miura a little bit, because this yeah. is going to be our... I mean... I don't know. He's no Barza. He is no Barza. Not yet. Um, but he's cool. Well, I... I in episode one, I think Goro is the only one who talks to him because the other Rangers don't meet him. But he has a real Bruce Lee kind of vibe to me with his sunglasses okay. that he always wears. Yeah. He does have um, some Roy Orbison style. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Lee sunglasses. Um, I believe the actor is the guy who was in maybe uh, the first Super Sentai series or something. He was an important person. I'm going to click on it. Hold on. Oh, okay. Because this was like the 20th anniversary of That's Super Sentai, I right. believe. right. Yeah. Yep. So they so. brought somebody back. Yeah, he... In in the opening credits when they show Miura, he like kind of looks like he's going to be a badass and then he gets like a little weird smirk on his face. And I'm not sure exactly what that was about, but I like it. Right. Uh, I think he's in, what is this? Uh, Was he in, like, Jetman or something? Uh, I'm just trying to make this click and go. Is Car Rangers older? Oh, not, not much. Car Rangers is from right around this time. I think it's actually okay. not older. I think it's okay after this. So maybe they brought him back again. Let me click on a thing. I had the page open. Bum, bum, bum. Looking at the internet. The anyway, this Not... this episode introduces Kocha and Acha and their fun uh, dynamic that we touched on a little bit. Kocha's yeah. like a a regular humanoid type of robot. Acha's like a tiny. What is Acha? Is it like supposed to be a bird thing or something? It's some kind of like almost. It's a tiny thing. And. Yeah, As we're gonna find out, these uses. these are the monsters who the robot monsters who make the other monsters of the week bigger. Like these are the guys who are gonna give them their gigantism. Yeah, but they're not doing that yet because we're not into robot fights yet. But so now it's just 
Kocha telling us what's happening and Acha saying that's right. And I don't think it's ever going to get old to me, but I will, you know. We'll oh, see. maybe he's not the dude. Okay. There's a guy from Go Ranger who okay. is their, um, what's the word, guardian, uh, mentor? Okay. And I don't think it's our Bruce Lee friend. Oh, okay. So we haven't seen that guy yet, maybe. Yeah. Sorry okay. for the derailment. Oh, man. That's all right. Thought I give had me, Give me another chance to talk about Kocha and Acha. Fair. So... So this is also where we're told about all the technology back to Pangea, the ancient civilizations, what, 600 mm-hmm. million years ago were on this yeah. one? Um, and I like that they they talk about it. Like, they're like, hey, Pangea, like everything used to be connected. Mm-hmm. We had Mesopotamia right there in the middle. And over time, they're like, the lands got pulled apart. So our, pa- like the civilization and this energy got pulled apart too. And I was like, that's cool. Like, yeah. All right. This is weird but yeah like I'll, I'll bite um okay and i like that they had like their display illumination thing for them to be like it made me think of jurassic park when they're like welcome to jurassic park oh right i'm a dna thing <laughs> um it wasn't it's not that bad but um i wrote down though that i'm thinking that the choriki energy that they talk about is geomagnetic and geothermal energy okay all right. Yeah, they were they talked about it for a second, so I was like, "Is this important?" Okay, let's find out. All right, we'll put it we'll put it in the sealed envelope. Let's see yeah. how this all turns out. Uh, yeah. We get introduced to our motorcycles. Yes, we'll Which, see. We'll see. I always get yeah. excited about the motorcycles and then the motorcycles. Like unless unless there's a, a stooge villain who challenges yeah. them to a race. Yeah. They're probably just going to go do... away. These are our first motorcycles, I believe, that have the the visor shape of the Ranger okay. on the headlight. All right. So, O-Red has the star. Mm-hmm. Uh, O-Yellow oh, yeah. has the two bars. We didn't even so. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a choice that they mm-hmm. made. It's fine. Yes. It, it's it, not great. It makes this show look different mm-hmm. than some of the other shows, so that's okay. Yes. Uh, they get into a fight, Goro and Shohei fight and tell the other three to just go save people, so that's part of the dynamic. We'll have to see how that yeah. plays out. But I, I at least like that they, they saw a school bus on top of like some towering buildings, and they're like, oh, there's some kids in there. They're like, well, the two girls, go save the kids, and we'll send, what was it, Yuji with them. Mm-hmm. Like, go, you got this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like May. May always got the kids. Yeah. So. Well, and, and boy usually came along with her. Oh, that's true. Or, I do or, or it was boy doing it. It was usually yeah. one of those two. Uh, we get the, we got a bunch of kids. Like you say, the kids apparently already know the Ole gesture. Mm-hmm. They know who the O-Rangers are. The O-Rangers didn't yeah. know until like half an hour ago, but. Yeah. The kids. I wonder, if, since it's, like, part of this militarized group, if it's like, oh, you're the O-Rangers now. Like, it's a, like, how you become a Navy SEAL I don't something. think there wasn't O-Rangers before this, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Because but... otherwise, the Top Gun guys would have known about it. Like, Yeah, they but, like, like, how did oh, these kids know? O-Rangers. They send out a, a memo? I don't, I don't Yeah. Like, this is how you do your O-Ranger greeting. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, I guess maybe with most paramilitary groups, you work on the marketing side of things first and yeah, then worry about the actual, <laughs> you know, yeah, combat. Um, it comes after. I, d- I do like this this episode because it starts off with them just kind of like learning now who who like who they are becoming. Mm-hmm. So they learn about the Choriki energy and all this stuff, and then we get this fight with I don't who is it? Who are we fighting? Uh, Bara Saucer in this yes. one, which I don't really remember too much about Bara Saucer actually. So um, kind of look like a flying saucer with legs. Yeah, that's with us. a skirt. Yeah. Um, but I like that it doesn't even matter. Like he's just kind of being a dingleberry with like wobbly arms and putting this bus up here. And it's really just the Rangers to kind of be like, okay, cool. We're Rangers now. Look at our square crusher Delta whatever. Mm -hmm. Tauntaun is what I almost said. Yeah. The Delta Um, Tauntauns. Yeah. Our circle defender. Like it's just them being like, oh, look at our things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I guess physically finding not finding their identity but just like filling this role that they have now um but i like that they they have a a big bang buster which is just them putting all their weapons together yeah so that's not the howling cannon because that was uh um just the black ranger and jew ranger his gun or was it the thing that was assembled i thought it was the whole thing it could be th- okay. Then cool. I thought the Helen Cannon was all of them stuck together. That, that like, could be. Uh, yeah. I just know he had his axe, and then it could also shoot. So yes, Helen yeah. Cannon, Big Bang Buster is mm-hmm. okay, but Helen Cannon Pretty is good. better. Um, but then I, I just like that they have like, they're at a standstill, learning the stuff. They j- jump into this fight where there's explosions everywhere. They they destroy, uh, Barra Saucer, and then um, they all like unhench in. Goro standing there like, man, that was a doozy. And the four, like, fall over. And then oh, Goro yeah. just, like, shakes off his sweat. And he's, like, soaked. And he was just like, man, that was good, right? Uh-huh. And they're all, like, oh, like dying behind him. Yeah. And he's like, that was me too, guys. And I was just yeah, like, right. oh, God, is this what we have to deal with? <laughs> like, uh, I, I think it was just once, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so, too. Now. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know what to do with all that. It was a nice that. touch, though. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on the moon... Like the, I don't think I noticed it before this episode, but the Baranoia Empire, like all of their decor and furnishings are like gears and machine Mm -hmm. related, but they're also all made of gears and stuff. And I think that's weird. Yeah. Like we don't make chairs out of like our faces. Yeah. That could be like grandpa's kidney over there. I guess some people do, but you're not supposed to. Like in polite right. society, that's that's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Unless you're H.R. Geiger. Yeah, <laughs> fair. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, I like that. Uh, we have our O Rangers show up. They beat them. They they are collapse after their victory, mm-hmm. and then it just pops back to uh, Bacchus Wrath, and he's just like he's like the hell is this shit? Like he's uh-huh. just like livid and then yeah it just kind of pans around the room and you can see their weird i was going to call it a hellscape their their room their mm-hmm. banquet hall balcony is very nice but yeah it is definitely just a bunch of cogs and they have like their like chess piece but then inside there's like moving cogs mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i don't i don't know how to feel about that 
it's neat designs. Uh, Bacchus has a plan. Mm-hmm. And his plan is he's going to send machine robot monsters at Earth until they win. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, Perhaps a little toxic mentality. But we're going to call whatever. it Plan A. Okay. This is Plan A going forward. And uh, the O-Rangers are on first name basis with each other. Well, I guess some of them already knew each other, but I think one of them like, yeah. calls the other, calls Goro Goro, or Goro calls one of them by their first name. Yeah. So they're like a family already. Like the, yeah, they bonded think, real fast was the yeah. implication there. I think that Goro starts, he's like lieutenant and he's like, no. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Shohei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all kind of, they're like, yeah, 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 this feels good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we have episode three, which is, what is it? Crisis, the secret of the Choriki. Yeah. Yeah, what's this one about? Oh, let's go to, I'll read, uh, I'll read the synopsis on say, this I, random website. I have it too. Oh, God. Don't run everything off of one computer, okay. is what I will say. Um, Goro must protect a boy targeted by Prince Bulldont for being associated with the means, oh God, with the means that lead to the discovery of superpower in the modern age. So to translate that into English, um, Goro has to protect this, protect this boy, which I don't know his name. Kenichi. Kenichi. Okay. Um, uh, Prince Bulldont is like, he's done some research to find that. Apparently, this boy has seen part of a, like a stone tablet that mm-hmm. had some inscription about the power of Choriki. Um, so he's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna find this kid. Let's get his memories, so we at least have one speck of information on these guys." Well, yeah, yeah, because he didn't see the whole tablet, did he? There's a, there's nope. this there's this tablet that Miura assembled from various mm-hmm. places and from there he was able to like put together the old, old ranger tech right yeah. and the kid has seen a part of it because his dad or whatever found it and kenichi to back up to him he's the coolest kid i think ever every uh, yeah every bit of his clothing is acid washed he's got patches yeah. all over his jacket he's got a he's cool got some real short shorts a- yeah. short shorts acid washed fanny pack like this guy's all right yeah and i like that when they introduce him so like the episode just immediately is like hey look machine beast bara vanish it's this weird mechanical thing that likes to disappear oh yeah um and they like show us a scene of that and then the rangers are like hey that thing crash landed somewhere we gotta go find it so they're flying around but then we just like have this kid wearing short shorts in the snow Mm -hmm. he has his fanny pack and he Finds like a little like crisp like a quartz crystal or something. He's yeah. like, "Cool, put that in my pocket." Yeah, um, for the rock collection. And it, that was like the little that was the trap for Vanish to catch the kid because he collects things and had the had seen the tablet uh, chunk. Um, also, but he also yeah. he's an orphan. Important to point out. Is his dad dead? I guess maybe we should point out when they're not an orphan. Maybe that's yeah. easier. I didn't know the dad died. Yeah, I'm pretty or sure. Disappeared. Pretty sure dad's gone. Did you notice anything about the flashback of the dad? No. It was, was Bri again. Oh, no shit. Man, yeah, it was the Green I'm, Ranger from G Ranger. I never catch those. 
And you're always like, it was Farai. I was like, really? Yeah. No, I just like that he comes back all the time. Yeah, because he was in Cocker Rancher. Yeah. Yeah. As the samurai man mm-hmm. on the TV show. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he traps the kid. Um, and then I th- Goro uh, finds him. And I we get a really cool fight scene between Goro and Vanish, because Vanish can disappear. Yeah. In the sun- like, they're fighting outside. So, he's disappearing in the sunlight. We eventually find out that that's his... Uh, his ability only works out in the sun. Okay. Um but we get this cool fight scene with him and Goro where he Goro somehow gets in a car because he's like, I, I, my methodology would have been, I'm going to run this guy over. Mm-hmm. But then he ends up pulling the kid inside the car and then it decides to like peel out of there and go through this uh, tunnel, but then vanishes on top of the car. So we have this cool kind of like shimmying car in a tunnel to get the monster off but then the monster's still there type of kind of wrestle thing that i thought was really cool and we hadn't seen nice and um super sentai except for like the the slow moving uh delivery truck fight where Uh the konoichi gumi were kind of like in and out yeah um this one seemed a little bit more fast-paced which was a little uh i thought it was pretty cool nice um and I think all this is going on. It, I, we don't see where Shohei and uh, what's the other guy? Yuji. Yuji. I wanted to call it Julie, but we I about died, and I'm only highlighting this because I about died. We pan back to like headquarters, and we got Momo and Julie working on the computers, scoping out, monitoring things, and it uh-huh. just made me think of Georgie and Atsuko uh-huh. from Ultraman Gaia, uh-huh. and I was just like, no, this better not be a pattern that they get to stay at home, <laughs> stare at monitors. No. I, In fact, I think, given the timeline, probably Georgie and Atsuko were more based on these oh, moments. Totally. But, like, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be... A thing that happens but i mean it is striking that it's like the one very traditional japanese girl named momo of course because of course she yeah. is and then like the foreign girl like yeah no totally there's a fight between the rangers and the henchmen that's on top mm-hmm. of like some kind of like silo type structures looks like maybe some sort of chemical processing plant or something and they Mm -hmm. do some long shots of this like helicopter shots and it is awesome because they're all over like they're spread out all over the roof of this building in a city yeah it's like a l or t shape and they're whatever architecture is around this building that they're on is quite lower uh uh-huh when yeah. they pull out, so like it's just very pronounced, and and they cover that that roof. Yeah, they're just fighting all over the roof in in a really neat choreographed setup. Mm-hmm. Like, I I I thought it was striking. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, this was the first episode of like, well, that's pretty fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, where vanish all of a sudden they're like bulldone is like, dude, you have your power. Like, siphon off this kid's memories. Like, cause. The kid is kind of getting jostled in between henchmen and Vanish and the Rangers, and like they're just trying to like keep him away from the Rangers. Really, Vanish gets a hold of him and then peels. He, Vanish looks like a monster with one eye, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a big thing. Yeah. But yeah. apparently, there's like a glass cover that I thought was like a giant contact flips over, and it's like a memory stealing thing. So they like hook into uh, Kenichi's brain, and I was just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is, like, oddly kind of violent. Um, and then, don't they stab Vanish in the eye? That sounds right. I think he gets stabbed in the eye. That sounds right. Bacchus is pissed now. Yeah. Like, he gets upset about this one. He's like, man. And uh, I think the implication at the end of this is that Kenichi is going to come live with them. Yeah, they were like, hey, they're going to probably keep coming after you, but we're going to keep protecting you. Yeah. Oh, do you think he'll turn into boy? Or bun? Oh, he could. I don't think he'll turn into bun. We'll see. Bun was a yokai the whole time. Spoilers. We don't know for... anything about Kenichi, though. He could be... He could be a guy from... Anti-robot. Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm from Atlantis. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Aqualad. Yeah. Um, we can roll into episode four. We should. Oh, different Wait. different translations of this word. Bizarre. Iron Man Papa. Yep. Uh, this one has... Uh, Barra Crusher is back from whatever episode he was already Yeah, I at. like... There, there's a, an alert here that says, Warning, this episode contains scenes of violence, blood, and brief smoking. Viewer discretion oh, is advised. Brief smoking. So Acha oh. is uh, the butler, right? He infects a police officer with a parasite from a machine beast, which mutates him into a human machine beast that threatens the populace, oh including his own son. So... This is a cyborg. He turns him into a cyborg. Um, it's more of a Billy Idol cyborg than a like Arnold Schwarzenegger cyborg. Yeah, I would say um, this episode opens with Bull Don't making the case. Prince Bull Don't making the case for invading Japan first. Yeah. Because it's a good foothold for the invasion. They take over the island, then they have a nice little safety net that's right. the to whole, expand from. The whole reasoning is Shimaguni Dakara, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's a leitmotif phrase. It means because it's an island nation and it's been used uh, through various parts of history to sort of mm-hmm. explain or hand wave toward uh, Japanese exceptionalism like in, mm. in, in both in imperial phases and in other less you know sort of sort of aggressive ways like it, right. and, and still like I, i've talked to younger japanese people who like yeah i i guess we're pretty good at this we're an island nation like it comes up occasionally in conversation still it's not just yeah. like an old person thing but it's kind of funny that like that's what that's why mm-hmm. they're that's why they're invading Japan because it's an island nation. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, so this one, I like how the our rangers just monitor an object falling from sky from the sky, and they're like, "Let's go investigate." And they get there, and they're like, "Oh, it's gone. Let's follow these trails, I guess." But I like I liked the investigation, or at least this monster's investigation, leading into meeting like our main characters for this episode. Because our rangers are following the tracks, they disappear, and then they're like, cool, let's just park here. So they illegally park 
Uh, and yes. we have another, we have another, um, I guess, we assume a good-for-nothing cop father who, uh-huh. his son is basically out there helping him find crime to report so he can do better at his job. Yeah. Some some kids in Japan are orphans. Some kids, their dad is a cop who's not very good at it. Yeah. There might be a third kind. Yeah. I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Hopefully Keenan's no longer a robot. Uh, like this Papa. Oh, you're back. Cool. Um, so I sounded fine on this my kid. end. So I, I, I oh, think good. that's out. good. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> okay. As long as it didn't start with you. Um, so we meet this kid. He's like, dad, like, come on. And then they like show him their O Ranger, like business card. And he's like, Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, and so when they do that, there's people running out of the building that they're parked right. by being like, yo, there's a monster in the basement. Uh-huh. And they're like, excuse me, sir, we have to go. And so right. they're like, bye, douchebag kid. And they run into the basement and the kid's like, the dad, like the dad doesn't stay, go anywhere. They just tell him not to. Uh-huh. But as like a law enforcement, wouldn't you be like, no, like. I mean, jurisdictions or whatever, but, like, he didn't even, like, he didn't do anything. No. Yeah. The, I don't know. That's just sort of a Super Sentai cop thing, it seems like. And it seems... Just not doing anything. Yeah. It seems like it's probably aimed toward making cops not be threatening toward the kids watching or something. Oh, that could be. You know? I I think it gives them kind of a kinder, more sympathetic edge. Mm. To be like, kids, okay. you can trust these guys. They're mostly just kind of hanging out. and They're not doing shit. They're getting yelled at by their own children anyway. So yeah. anyway, this is a abduct, abduct a bunch of kids plan. And mm-hmm. Barra Crusher is uh, doing this by impersonating Kool-Aid Man and just smashing through walls and yeah. grabbing the kids. And he's out. Yeah. Um, our, our Crusher guy when he runs out of the building, bites the cop. And the cop is just like, oh no, oh, my yeah. arm. Right. But we but we find out that there's nano machines in Crusher, so as That's the Crusher bites cop, Rangers kill Crusher, nano machines already in cop arm, cop man becomes Crusher. These are some to continue kidnapping kids. But he doesn't know he's Crusher. He like as soon as he sees fire, which apparently Crusher is afraid of fire, uh, he transforms, goes on a rampage, cools off eventually, becomes his dude, and he's just like, "Oh man, my head hurts." Doesn't know the rampage he's been on. Um, but yeah, nano machines. They're pretty good nano machines too. They're just like little stop motion, yeah, like blo- like blobs of. Yeah. Metal without a lot of articulation or movement. Like, they yeah. kind of reminded me. Oh, man, I can't even remember the name of the film. It's by the guy who made Coven, that uh, Wisconsin director, but I can't remember the name of the film. I that have no had some idea. Little... What? I know. Anyway, uh, I just, motorcycle, I like the... motorcycle flies through a window. Yes. We're back on firm footing there. I watched that a couple times to see the pre yeah. window that the motorcycle came through. That was neat. Yeah. Um, I like that our rangers come, like, basically flying in, and you have Crusher, 
over these kids that are the kidnapped kids. They, they're on, like, beds, but they have, like, it looks like metal hands holding them, but it's just, like, cut aluminum that's, like, draped over them or something. That, but it's, like, little oh, hands yeah. Yeah. that are holding them in place. And then that's they just right. put the nano machine thing so it crawls into their mouth, like, on their stomach. Uh-huh. And the kids are freaking out, but, like, this thing isn't articulated, so it's not moving. So right. from, from the viewer perspective, there's no threat. Right. Um, but then you have... It's kind of crazy, though. Like, this, it's a cool shot because they're in this, like shit abandoned factory and you have these kids hypothetically tied up with mm-hmm. hypothetical nano machines on them and then you have a bunch of henchmen you have Akko and or Acha and Kocha what's the yeah Kocha. they're there and then you have Crusher so there's like a lot of movement in this relatively tiny space and then the rangers show up by like flying in on their motorcycles right uh which is this is a what? fire factory, right? This is a factory yeah. where they make fire. They make fire, Classic. yeah. Classic. And turns out the cyborg... No, the nano machines are scared of mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. So they just... So they end up... I don't... Okay. So I feel like all these episodes, and this one in particular, like there's a momentum to it, and there's a bunch of fire mm-hmm. where there's just like this high stakes quality. So they get to the dad and they're like, yo, dad, you, you done goofed. You got nano machines in you. And so the dad like gets away from him, pulls a gun on himself. Uh-huh. And he's like, yo, he's like, get away from me. I'm the problem. And they're like, no, yeah, yeah. that's not. And so like you had like, I was like sitting there and I was like, the fuck is this? Like, this is a kid's show. Yeah. So the Rangers like get him, get the gun away from him. And they're like, dude, like we can help you help us so you can help you and your son like stop right um and i they were like hey cool we're gonna hold you against this fire but crusher becomes enraged by fire so and that's also like if the guy lights a cigarette he changes into crusher oh, so they basically yeah. pin him in up against this flame and then eventually he pukes up the nano machine right. and he's all better right yeah they just um, shoot that thing yeah, and I thought it was slightly, like, anticlimactic to just kind of be like, yeah. blip. Um, but, like, they ratchet up that tension in this episode. And I feel like, the, at least so far in this series, it's operated on a threshold much higher than the other seasons we've watched so far. Um, yeah, as far as, just, like, as, the far repercussions as the emotional of intensity and everything. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I don't know. They shoot the little things, and then I think Acha and... Kocha, they just, they're like, ah, oh, shit, our plan didn't work, and they bounce. Yeah. Real quick. And isn't the factory collapsing, too? <laughs> like I think it point? might explode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No big deal. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's my last note was, oh, yeah, building exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Episode five. Fierce love, the burning brothers. We already get some some brother brotherly love in this one. And this one's uh, yeah. featuring the Baracactus Bros. Yeah, there's two of them. They don't tell you they're two right away. That's sort of a surprise. So yeah, Let's see. but Bar, you get Cactus One though. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. So this says Yuji tries to assist a pair of brothers in terminal in, in turmoil as Baranoia sends down a brotherly set of machine beasts to turn one against the other. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about like what yeah. happened. So kid number one 
his name's Takashi. He's the little brother. Mm-hmm. He gets bullied because he is dumb. Um, yes. His big brother is pissed at him for getting for bullied. being a baby. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. just like be be braver. You suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a cactus monster. He's got kind of Saiyan hair sculpt, mm-hmm. and he's got some weird, like, flower bud. Like, you know when cactus has a yeah. really vibrant red flower on it? He's got yeah. a couple of those on his shoulders. Is this the one who has the double kind of wang buds coming out, too? One of them um, has two of them coming out I, of... I think it's the little brother. Okay, sort of either side of the groin area, and it was a little distracting at times. I think it was a little... I immediately just looked at their heads and never looked down again. That's a good choice, probably. Yeah. I might have done something almost opposite. So we should have coverage yeah. on this episode. Yeah. Like anything you um, missed, I probably saw. Cool. Um, so we have our cactus man with his flowers. They, he emitted some like, uh, oh, spores, yeah. dust spores. Pollen. I don't know. I, I wrote pollen. pollen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, uh, Yuji is with, uh, Takashi's older brother and he's like protected, but a few feet away, Takashi gets hit and he gets like sleepy and like falls over. So they just grab him and run. Right. Um, but it, so this kid, he kind of goes through this transformation. He mm-hmm. um, he wakes up and he's like, cool, I'm fine, bye. Um, and walks away. And then there's a, a, sh- a scene of him in the middle of the night, you assume. And he's eating computer keyboards uh-huh. and plates. Like, he's just eating anything that's mechanical. Yeah. Plates aren't mechanical. No. But any machinery, he's eating it. Yeah, I don't even know if it's all machinery. It was definitely, like, just inanimate crap like he did eat a computer keyboard which makes him good at math of course yep because keyboards Um, yep he he becomes a real he basically eats a keyboard and just becomes a real doucher to everybody yeah he goes Um, into school and solves uh, a math problem that the teacher didn't assign mm -hmm. and And then he's like go wait in the hall and she's like uh okay yeah um he also oh god he also has fire breath I just didn't want to leave that yeah. for too long, but that and it seems like he has like energy to push people away too. Yeah, like, that so... one I didn't get. Like, because I think they showed him maybe eating like a hot plate or something. So the the keyboard made him smart. Mm-hmm. The little Bunsen burner or hot plate or whatever it was made him breathe fire. Not sure about the Did telekinesis. He get like a... Yeah. Did he eat a? fire extinguisher to repel stuff i don't know maybe he ate a um, push a t uh compact disc maybe that was probably a thing back then maybe um <clears throat> excuse me um we see a couple who's just like walking around cactus poosh, poof some they start eating shit all around but then we meet cactus one and cactus two yeah yeah the two bar of cacti and immediately after but, this, we're reintroduced to our best friend, Breakaway Bench. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget who gets thrown onto the bench. UG. Yeah. UG okay. does, I believe. Nice one. Um, I just like, we, we get a pretty like short, but like quick, intense fight that somehow gets the, gets us into like a, we're in a park. It starts, I believe. And then we end up in a, like a used car, like junkyard. Yeah. Hadn't seen the junkyard in a while, had we? 
Yeah, it's been it's been a moment. So we're in this junkyard. We have some really cool like uh, broken glass that gets uh, put in place. You get a freeze mm-hmm. frame of it like being broken and then punched through, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we we have the bro- like our two human brothers or half human brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, the older brother's like, dude, like you have to get out of here, and gets his little brother away. Right. Um, and he gets trapped like under like a big old tire. So he's like getting that off his leg and he, oh, God damn it. Uh, I'm, I'm without support. Hold on. Let... Yeah. I really like the junkyard fights. I don't remember the last, the last series that we saw these in, but, uh, you know, every, every one of these series has a little bit of, uh, different array of places that they fight and i hope that they're back in this one quite a lot anyway the like nicole was getting towards the brotherly love shown by the human brothers sort of back infects the cactus machine brothers and they're like wait we're brothers are we supposed to are we supposed to like each other like that? I think we are. So we get right away that some of these robot monsters are not mere automata. Like they're all going to have their own personalities mm-hmm. that may or may not mesh with uh, Bacchus Wraths and uh, sort of, you know, watch this space for good guy robot characters potentially in the future. Right. Or at least sympathetic ones. Like we might have some. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen this show. We might have some yeah. some cool robots that we that we can choose. Yeah, from. but I, I like that we see this like stutter from Cactus One, where he sees the boys and he's just like, "What?" And then mm-hmm. Bacchus Wrath is like, "Nope." Yeah, pulls them back up to his base, and he's like, "Cool, cool, cool." So, um, if you don't go <laughs> beat the Rangers, I'm gonna kill your brother. Right. right. And he's like, "Are you f-? like?" Understandably, there's some tension in the room. Right. And I, and I was like, I watched this, I don't usually watch all of our episodes back to back, and I had just watched four where dad had a gun to his head, and now I have this, and I was like, Jesus Christ, we are like, from coming from Kaku Rangers, mm-hmm. which is like pretty chill, like, oh yeah, the most like threatening thing we had was when the butler was going to kill a chicken, <laughs> and our rangers couldn't allow this, so I was just like, oh fuck, and then, um, so he's like, cool, 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 your brother's staying with me, you're going to go back. Um, so then, I don't, uh, Cactus One's back there, the, uh, Takashi's back, and he's just like, Cactus One needs my help, because of, I guess he's part machine on the inside, I don't know, he has this, um, emotional entanglement, or, I don't know, how would you describe Takashi's, like, he's pulled towards Cactus One, he's like, I need to help him. Yeah. And that's when his hand turns into a gun. So Kid has a gun now. Yeah, he ate a... They showed him eating a gun. Oh, right, right, right. And okay. uh, so his hand... Like, kids, do you like Videodrome? Well, the person who made this episode's special effects did. So you get the Videodrome <laughs> gun hand. Yeah. And I think that's when Takashi's older brother shows up and, like... Stands in front of him, Takashi pulls the gun yeah. on him. So he pulls a gun on his brother. Right. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, and then the brother just stands there, mm-hmm. grabs the gun, pulls it to his side, and then just hugs his brother. Mm-hmm. And then Takashi's like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, 
And then that's when uh, Yuji's like, hey, like, I'll fight with you guys. Like, all three of us. Like, we've got this. Um, and then do we have... I don't remember how um, Cactus Man's defeated. I think they just sh- get they shot? shoot him. Yeah, because those oh the O Smashers or whatever those are still working at this point. Okay, like the King Smasher is still like a viable weapon at this point. Because we, we, we the have King, a... we have the King Blaster, which is just your simple pistol out of mm-hmm. the pocket. Yeah, and the King Smasher is some type of weird. Um, uh, upgrade that they kind of snap. It's a into secondary place. fire mode, yeah. Yeah. So you got pistol, and then this is more like sawed-off shotgun. I guess so. size. Sure. Um. So yeah. So Cactus Man. I don't know. He doesn't like die. Die. He poofs back to to the to Bacchus Wrath. Yeah. So I don't know if he just Bacchus is like nope, you failed. Pulls him back, or how he appears. Yeah, I think that. But was... when we get there. It's Cactus One talking to Bacchus, and his brother is, like, disassembled, Mm -hmm. like, hung up on the wall, ripped apart behind him, and he's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, you failed, so I killed your brother. Um, Yeah. Can't have any, like, emotional entanglements because it's just gonna fuck you up. Like, it's just very much like, you screwed up, these are the repercussions of your actions. And I was like, what is this supposed to be teaching kids? Yeah. It's messed up. Um... And then, like, uh, Cactus One, understandably, like, stumbles towards his brother who's, like, I mean, he's a robot cactus, but, mm-hmm. like, his, like, face is fucked and, like, eyes ripped out. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't, like, if you really liked Cactus too, that's not a look you want. No. Especially as a little kid. Um, and then as soon as Cactus One has his back towards Bacchus Wrath, Bacchus kills him. Um, so that's fun. Yeah, he just murdered that guy. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, I'm interested. I, to I think see my how, last note was this... "dang Bacchus Wrath," but also uh, <laughs> we get a fun little moment with um, Shohei saying that he'll be Yuji's because we learned during this oh, that yeah. Yuji doesn't have any siblings, and so Shohei's like, yeah. "I'll be your older brother, and you have to call yeah. me," you know this, and like he's just yeah, kind of goofing like, on no, him a little good. bit. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We haven't yeah. seen any O-Ranger downtime yet, which I'm looking no. forward to. And no mechs, no... Yeah, well, I think that's coming next episode. Yeah. I think on the next um, one we get some of that. Yeah, I still don't watch the up next stuff. Oh, yeah. I like going in cold. Nice. Um, but yeah, this show just has a level of something that's triggering my anxiety <laughs> more so than any of these other seasons we've watched. It's, it's definitely starting off intense, like... You know, like we referenced, that's going to change at some point. I'm mm-hmm. guessing we'll probably notice about when that yeah. was. But, And I'm interested to see they have this, like, military-like base that they operate in. And we pre- we just get, like, the runway where the jets fly out of mm-hmm. uh, that look into the, to the mountainy snow stuff. I don't know why sentences are hard <laughs> for me now. Um, it's all coming stuff. through Google Translate, everybody. Yeah, that's just cool. how it's going to happen. So. Yeah, um, but you have that, and you have like their their control room that has. Oh, we didn't. Okay, it's very like sci-fi. Look at these knobs and flickering lights mm-hmm. and monitors, and then there's just like a you're a really great but basic bitch globe in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like in your dad's like library or den. Um, that I thought was really fun to add, but. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see like how they 
they flesh out because this seems very separate from the military base that they learn the Choriki at, or it's the same space. I don't know, but I'm interested to see how that space expands. Um, just because we have this like connection to ancient technology, so right. I don't think they'll have a. It's already more dynamic of a a little space they operate in versus like Kaku's like warehouse. Um, Do you think they have to go back in time? Oh to fuck! Yes, yeah, I hope they so. They probably I have think to go be, back to the source. Like on a vision point. quest yeah. <gasps> to Mesopotamia. Yeah. Oh shit! Exactly. I'm guessing that B52's song won't be playing, but it will be in my mind. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm excited. I feel like this show has a lot of potential just because of this military, like, organization type stuff. And then this, like, very, like, nebulous, like, energy, the past, mm-hmm. ancient civilizations. Yeah. Um, And I feel like they're in all these seasons, people, like, there are rangers have been split up to, like, find their identity or what their next mech is yeah. or what their their true virtue is or something. So I think maybe traveling back in time or at least traveling to those like quote unquote locations now oh yeah okay to retrieve an artifact could be very yep. cool yep but i have i literally like this is the one i've known the least amount about so mm-hmm. um i'm interested to see where it goes i'm hoping that my anxiety won't be as triggered yeah because yeah. jesus christ but yeah, um, I really like the production value of the show. Like, I like the villain costumes a lot. Like, especially yeah. the core, like royal family and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that uh, Bacchus and Empress Hysteria are both really yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah, her jaw and like her like uh, like gear like teeth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's and very cool. and l- like we said with this, you know, with murdering that robot and stuff, like Bacchus is ruthless and everything, but also like we get a lot of the henpecked husband syndrome, I mm-hmm. think, through this show too. I don't know that we've seen it too much yet, but No, I don't think so. But I haven't but seen yeah, you... much past here, so but I, I definitely remember like Empress Hysteria being like no, we gotta step this up. Like, we have to take this shit over, like, right yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, she seems to be, like, when something's going on, she's like, yeah, go, go, uh, you did it, honey. Uh, let's keep this going. Yeah, Why exactly. are you stopping? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm interested. It's hooked me. Uh, none of the characters are standing out to me right now, just because it's been so much go, go, go. There hasn't been a yeah. lot of conversation or fleshing them out as individuals. Right. Um, Goro's had the most, I think, on-screen time, um, and now Yuji, but yeah. hopefully we get to learn a little bit more about the others. Yeah, we always do, and uh, yeah. like like I say, I'm definitely look for, looking forward to them, like, shopping, or going to eat, or, yeah. you know, just doing the normal everyday crap that every now and mm-hmm. then the Super Sentai teams end up doing like they don't have a favorite cafe yet where they hang around and look out the window right and occasionally the villains just wander by past the window so we can get yeah. that story going yeah. or the the puppets have machine guns outside yeah so. yeah they haven't had any yeah. puppet episodes no amusement parks yet so no the, the sky's the limit no kids fishing and getting into trouble not yet it's only a matter of time, yeah. though. It's uh, all these things and more. I can almost guarantee yeah. will be coming up. Yeah. 
I'm ensnared in a bunch of cables. I don't know what I did. Okay. So if you've listened oh. this long, hey, watch along you did with it. us. Yeah. Send us an yeah. email. Ebsentai yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. I, it's on my phone. At, I'll look at, at it. At the Ebsentai on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not there so much. Come talk to me and I'll be there. <laughs> you might get a you might get an alert if there's a an at yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. I post things. Yeah. Get notifications that an episode is up because we're so timely. Yeah. Hey. Maybe it gets better now. Yeah. I've got yeah. this I've got this Barza Cave South Mark II all set up now. Mm. Got my uh my Get her robo uh, bandana up on the wall there behind you me there. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. The world is our oyster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, there's an Olay. I don't like Olay. I'm going to just oh, stick yeah. with Jumbo. Yeah, let's stick with Jumbo. Hey, Jumbo, everybody. Hey, Jumbo, everybody.